1: Right. So we know on average, on average, how long it takes to get paid in the world of single family. Now, let me comment on that before I ask you the question. So, just so the audience can follow along, when I say get paid, I'm talking cash flow. Yes. Yeah. So, in my world of private money, I always, in the world of single family, I always, always, always 100% of the time, Borrow more money than I need to fund the deal because I'm using private money and I'm not using hard money, so when I buy it like you know today, I went to the attorney's office and I picked up an eighty thousand dollar check, and I took no money to the table, and I put no money in it myself out of my pocket, so that's cash flow but with that being said in in your world, Jim how long does it take to get paid
2: in when you're playing in this kind of sandbox well like like anything it's dependent on the deal right but a, a lot of times what we're doing because these these deals do take a while to get paid so that's a great question jay obviously you know that sometimes on these it might be a year and a half till so you get paid you know something so what we do or what we try to do on every deal is up front into the deal, we, we borrow more because we're going to be rehabbing these things. We're, buy, we're buying value add assets, stuff that need to be, you know, they're under managed or under maintained, you know, or, or both. And, uh, but we're putting an acquisition fee on the front end in many cases where we can pull out something, you know, whether it be a hundred grand, and not that it's huge, but it's something to get right out of the gate. We get a little, little spending money in our pocket so that way that we can, you know, get the deal going. But a lot of times, you know, before, because the, the, the goal is we're keeping these things long term. That's the plan here is to keep all these things long term. So, what well, once we do the, the we, we take out the, the initial loan that we're going to rehab it with you know we then so we'll restabilize it put a management company in place hire on-site management whatever the case calls for for that particular asset and then what we do is in the end we pull out i, I know what's called a non-recourse loan and they'll give us 80 percent of the of the off of an eight percent cap on what the cash flow is just that just the cash flow alone so you can you could, so let's just say i got one going now it's 105 units and we bought it for 2.2 we're going to put about a million three 000, into it so we will be in it for 3.5 at 80% uh, of 8% eight of what it brings in, it'll be worth about five and a half, close to six million. So we'll actually be able to pull out about a little over a million dollars free and clear because it's not even, it's not taxable because it's not income. It's just part of your equity you created. So you're pulling out early. Now, when you sell that asset, that's a different story, but we're not selling it. We're just refining it and pulling out some cash right now. So there's a couple of different spots in the deal we need to grab money. Plus, then after that's done, we get the cash flow forever because uh, my, my plan is to keep these things. Now, I mean, if a fund comes in there, because there's a lot of funds that are offering way over what these values are, because they want stabilized assets. If a fund comes in and wants to offer us overvalue, we're probably going to sell it. But that's not the plan. The plan is to hold everything as long as we possibly can.
1: Gotcha. So what are some of the favorite ways, strategies... To find
2: these good deals, how do you find these deals? You know, networking—that's part of why I'm here. You know, that—that's that, I'm looking for deals. On, that, that's why I'm doing interviews—is because I'm looking for deals on these podcasts. You know, and because it, they are—they're not easy to find. And networking, and but we do all kinds of stuff. We look for you know long length of ownership of multifamily people that have owned them for a long time people that have no mortgages, you know, we just from drive by stuff that we see like, wow, that thing looks really beat up. We just look at, you know, all the letters, we literally send gift baskets, say just introducing ourselves mm-hmm. as other multifamily owners in the area, wanting to network with, you know, if you you own multifamily too, so do I, let's just talk, let's be friends. Uh, we're not asking for a sale in any way, but that's, that's what I'm doing. I'm, I'm, I'm just planting the seed early that I, you know, that, Hey, let's just be friends and network. And it, you know, let them know in that letter that I also buy these things all, all the time. If they know anybody, one of their friends that's selling one of their, you know, a multifamily asset, let me know. I, I'd love to, you know, pay them a, a finder's fee and, and they may look, I want to sell mine, but I didn't ask to sell it by theirs. I asked to buy somebody else's. So we're still friends.
1: I got you. Well, now in a few minutes, as we promised at the beginning of the show, we're going to be giving out your contact information. And yeah. you said earlier, if somebody has got a deal, they want to submit to you, email it to you. So, I don't want you to be bombarded with hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of emails unless my audience is giving you at least part or a good part of the information that you're looking for. So if someone's got a deal that they're looking to partner with you on or to take a look at the structuring or to sell or to refer to you for a finder's fee, what kind of, what, what kind of overview kind of information about the deal, would you be looking for to just begin to analyze the deal?
2: The basics, yeah. The 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 needle. You know, what's bringing in monthly? The current occupancy rate. If there's any capex needed, you know, if there's any repairs that are needed that are known now, how much that is. If there's you know, if there's an estimate of that, but really just a, the all I need to know is how many units there are, what the average rent is currently. And what the average rent is for the market, if it's under market rent, because many times these you know distressed assets are, are significantly under market rent. So as much information as you can give me about that, I'm going to run my own analysis no matter what. But what I can't get from an analysis is the financials, how much it's bringing in, any kind of the, the bills it has monthly, it's, ex, it's monthly expenses. So that's the kind of stuff that I can't research on my own for the unit. So any kind of expenses that it has and what it's currently bringing in, current um, occupancy rate, That you know how many units are there, and the unit count, how many two bedrooms, how many three bedrooms, how many one bedrooms and if you can have the square footage count of each of those because there, are you know even if there's two bedrooms sometimes there's a two bedroom one bath and a two bedroom two bath and the two bedroom two bath is 150 square feet bigger and so you know as much detail as you can get about the units but really at the end if you just have the expenses and the unit count I can do the rest you know and so uh, but yeah, what, I'm going to give you my email, which is my personal email. Just email me with real deals. I, I you know, the people are, you know, are are always emailing. Hey, I think so, I heard you, and I get enough emails that I, that I, I, I'm sure I'm like like everybody. You you lo- you lose emails all the time, or you don't even get them. You don't even know about it. We all it happens to all of us today. I mean, I, I heard some ridiculous statistic that Google that we get like that the average person gets like 200 emails a day or something. Hey,
1: I, I just I just read two days ago the average. Average person, I mean, working in a company, I'm not talking about the owner of a company or, you know, some high level management or whatever. Average person gets 170 emails a day. You said it was 200. It's it's ridiculous. So, so, hey, for just a moment, for just a moment, Jim, let's go off subject and talk about a subject that everybody that's listening to the show or watching the show today wants to hear your answer to this. Yeah. I'm, talking, I'm talking emails. I'm talking emails. And then in just a moment, we'll give out your contact information. Yep. People that have got a deal or want to refer your deal, or they got a deal they want to sell. Yeah, we'll sell. pay finder's pay fees. If you don't want to stay
2: in the deal, whatever. I'll pay finder's yeah. fees, referral fee, whatever you want. Whatever. If you're an agent, referral fee. If not, a marketing fee we will get you paid. Or if you don't want to stay in the deal, no problem.
1: All right. So we'll give out your kind of information on that in just a moment. But in the meantime, let's talk about management of emails. So, you know, before we started the show, you and I were talking about this offline. You know, I was telling you how much time I personally spent yesterday, last night, early this morning, just staying on top of my own personal emails in my lens. You know, I've got an army of virtual assistants, you know, helping me take care of my buying and selling house business. And I got the acquisitionist and I've got et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And, you know, I'm still a little bit crazy myself on staying on top of emails. Here's what I want to know from you. And you teased me a little bit <laughs> before the show even started. How do you manage your emails and stay on top of it? You mentioned to me you started using a system, I don't know, a couple of years ago or
2: whatever that's really worked out well for well, you. And you've used other systems. So what do you do? Okay, so so I will Sane Mail, S-A-N-E-M-A-I-L, Sane Mail it is a system. I think it costs me 15 bucks a month. It literally goes through your email inbox initially and shows which emails you never open and puts them into the same mail box. It, it divides it all down for you. So it's it's incredible. It initially, it just it takes all the work out of out of like I have a, a Gmail or G Suite account. It took everything that I'd never opened or didn't want to put it into one. E- I still got them. It just went into the same folder, so it keeps you sane. Like so, you don't go insane. It's really a great name. And so, and then any any email that comes into your inbox, or any email that comes into your inbox that has never emailed you before automatically goes into the same box. So you have to check that. And then if there's somebody you want to get an email from, you just drag it out and put it in your inbox. It's super easy. However, I leave every day now with my inbox zeroed out not one email in every single day hush I cannot I went to a mastermind with a business partner of mine Lee Carney he's a he's a big dog out of Florida that does does a lot of deals right? but one of the biggest things I learned from him and I've learned a lot from Lee a lot but the, the thing that's kept me the most sane is is how to clear out my inbox every single day and so you always get those emails those reminders right and so you got to start a task list first of all have have a just a simple like I use Google Docs Critical to do so that way I put the email and now in Gmail. Do you have you, if you use Gmail or G Suite? You can literally drag an email over it is incredible what they just came up with so that's brand new but prior to all of that Just having a to be read so any email. It's a you know, we call you know a lengthy email. It's like oh, I just put it in a to be read folder I'm gonna to get to it, you know, but but all the short ones the quick responses and I don't send a response that's over five emails anymore ever because it's not needed. If it, if it needs more than that, let's get on the phone and figure it out, right? Because those emails, I don't type. It takes me forever to type those emails out. It could be a five-minute phone call. It takes me an hour to send the email. Why would I do that, you know? So if I'm over five lines, I'm like, I'll just say, I'll scrap the whole thing. What time can you talk tomorrow? Give me five minutes, and we'll figure it out. So, you know, just taking those long emails that I do need to respond to, I put them in a to-be-read folder. I have a folder right there under my inbox, to-be-read. It's called, it's at to-be-read, so it stays at the top. And so that, that helps me get rid of everything right away. And then it also, because my goal is to have it zeroed out every day. I respond quicker in shorter answers. You know, just they don't, it's an email. It doesn't need to be, you don't need, you know, you're not, you don't need to you're not trying to make new friends. You're not trying to get married. Just send your response quick. It can be curt. It doesn't matter. You know, that's the way texting is. That's the way the world's become. And we all get so many emails who has time for all of that. Right? So it's, it's, it is the, the same mail is what started it. That's what got me. Okay, but I still had like a hundred in my, my my comfort zone when I first started using sane mail was ninety nine. If I was at ninety nine, I could go home and sleep. One hundred and one, I was like, oh my god, this is terrible. And now I'm zeroed out every day. I will not leave before it's zeroed out every single day. Turning my phone on and seeing you have zero is the best feeling I can. And <laughs> every day now. And so it's it all it's sane mail, and then having that to be read later for the long ones. And then a task list. Just I keep it on my, my folder. It opens up when I open my, my desktop. Always this is a Google Doc. It says critical to do. Because those emails you're keeping as reminders are clogging it up, and it's screwing you all up because you're going back in there for reminders. Just get it in a task, whatever it is. Call Joe. Call Jay. Call whoever, and then put you. You could sort the, that email. You could always find it because you could search your inbox. So or find a folder to put it in. You remember where it is. Either way, you just put it on a test and get it off your inbox because otherwise it just clogs up, and then then you don't know where to start, and where to finish because you got all these new ones. You're like, cramp, I haven't gotten to these ones down here. And you get overwhelmed, and then you're up till 12:45 in the morning, like you were last night.
1: <laughs> I hear you, man. So you know, one thing that's so frustrating is when you try to unsubscribe from a email sender. And then they've got like this, you know, juju juice that, you know, they like secretly have you on five different lists and they keep emailing you. Anyway, does same mail help you really unsubscribe from
2: people? No, but you know what does? What? Spam filter at the top of your email box. I don't even unsubscribe anymore. I just spam them all. Spam, spam. And then you don't get anything from them ever. It goes into your junk that you never, ever see. So, Just okay, I
1: gotta, so, so if you click and denote a sender as spam, then it keeps going in your spam going
2: forward. Jumped, I've accidentally spammed people that I want emails from. And i like, they, said they sent me an email like crap. So I go look and, ju- and they're in my junk. And I spammed them, you know, and so <laughs> I don't have time for I get too many emails. I lose emails all the time. I don't have enough for emails that I unsubscribe for. So I don't even, unsubscribe. I used to have a folder, by the way. I had an unsubscribe folder that every week I would put my stuff in there. And my assistant on Fridays would go in there and unsubscribe. But then I would I'd be putting me, like, wait, I put this in here two weeks ago. What the, is she not doing her job? You know, and so she she said she did. I realized the same thing that we just, you're just getting another email from them. You know, like they don't take you off the list. So I just, I spam them. If, if I unsubscribe and I see it again, spam. So I do keep a track of that because I don't want to spam somebody who's not, shouldn't be spammed. Right. If I subscribe to it, I'm not going to spam them. But if I unsubscribe and I keep getting stuff, they're spammed and I never see it again.
1: There you go. There you go. Well, Miley, well, look, thank you for going on a detour there with me for a moment. because <laughs> Happy to do it, Jay. Happy I mean, you know, it's, the email management thing is like almost everybody has to deal with. So if, I if, you don't,
2: if you don't, call me and tell me how you do it. Because I mean, it is, I, did, I do have it figured out though. Like what I told you is what I do. I have a, a, a critical to-do list that, that goes on. Then the email goes into the, you know, it goes out of my inbox, the long emails that I just, going to read, but maybe tomorrow I put in the to be read folder at to be read. So it stays at the top in my folder file. So I put the at sign and my folders clear every single day. Like right before this, I had three in there, three.
1: That's all awesome. I'll complete
2: before the day and it'll be zeroed out. Beautiful. As we've been promising
1: everybody, your contact information. So how can people continue
2: the conversation with you? All right. Well, you can email me any deal information. Email me. My email is my name. Is Jim it's Jim at Jimhuntsker.com. It's J-I-M at dot com. And if you have a real deal right now that you're like, oh, my God, this is what I've been waiting for. Call me right now. 847-772-5302. I'll repeat it. It's 847 772 5302.
1: That's awesome, Jim. Jim, thank you so much for taking the time to be here on the show. I know that you're going to have uh, some of my audience members connecting with you and doing deals with you. And so this is fantastic, man. And I also look forward to seeing you not too far down the road at our next mastermind meeting. For sure. Looking forward to it, Jay. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. All right. God bless you, Jim. And to all of y'all joining here on the show, thank you for tuning in. I'm Jay Connor, the Private Money Authority, wishing you all the best. And here's to taking your real estate investing business to the next level. Bye for now.